Merrill Varsity High School football is on the air on Blue Jay 96.3 WJMT. Today's game broadcast is brought to you by Dave's County Market, Culver's of Merrill, The Pizza Shop, Park City Credit Union, Westside Market, One-Way Collision Center, Subway of Merrill, Lincoln Windows, Church Mutual Insurance, River Country Co-op C-Store and Country Store, Napa in Merrill, Chips Hamburgers, The Silver M Club, Ron Piffle Optometrist, Pine Ridge Convenience Store, and Arby's of Merrill, SGS Environmental Contracting, Merrill House of Music and Home Entertainment, Bergner Contract Carriers, Nicolay Bank, the Merrill Ice Draggers, Wendorf Bus Service, and the Beacon Restaurant. On your hometown voice for Merrill Varsity Sports, Blue Jay 96.3, AM 730, streaming at BlueJay96.3.com, on the WJMT app, and Alexa. Now let's send it to the field for the game. And welcome to Crandon High School. I am downtown Oliveros, pleased to be bringing you Blue Jay football right here on Blue Jay 96.3 as the ON1 Crandon Cardinals host the ON1 Merrill Blue Jays. Drove through some weather that I thought might cause this game to be delayed or possibly even postponed. No lightning, but dark clouds and rain. I'll tell you the. The clouds are still dark, but broken up to the west. This is a north-south field. I'm looking straight toward the sun, and I'm thankful right now for those clouds. Temperature dropped from about 78 degrees when I left Merrill to about 68 right now. So the front is moving through, and we're going to play some football today. We'll be back with more of our pregame show after this. You're listening to Blue Jay Football on Blue Jay 96.3. And welcome back to Crandon High School. I am downtown Alibaros, pleased to be bringing you Merrill Blue Jay football right here on Blue Jay 96.3. Talking to the Crandon Cardinal AD on my way in. The field is beautiful. It slopes to the east side toward us. Very level going from the middle of the field west. So it'll be something very interesting to see how the wide receivers and running backs do going a little bit downhill, especially between roughly the 30s. It's really uh, a noticeable dip. But the field's in beautiful shape. The sky's overcast. The lights are on. But maybe a sprinkle right at game time. But otherwise, we're looking at a good game. Of course, the Blue Jays coming off a disappointing home opener last week in a non-conference game against the Osceola Chieftains. 41-0 lost. Our Beacon Blue Jay player of the game last week, Caden Heinrich, officially 10 carries for about 33 yards. Uh, Schmelzer, 4 for 10 with one pick and under 60 yards. Offensively, the challenge for the Blue Jays was that they put the ball on the ground four times. Now, Crandon, on the other hand, lost 24-8 to in a non-conference game. And their offense, when you take a look at the statistics, was also challenged. When you take a look at the numbers that they've got coming in before they get into the conference schedule with the likes of Clintonville and some of the teams East. Now, they've got a very interesting conference situation in that Menominee and uh, Northwood uh, Northland Pines, excuse me, 
both have forfeited, so they've been working hard to get a different schedule going. So they've got nine games, 11 showing, nine games. I don't know if that means there's going to be conference forfeits like we saw with the Valley or what exactly is going to be happening there, but we will be keeping an eye on that as well. So we're a few minutes away from kickoff. From Grandin, it's the Merrill Blue Jay football right here on Blue Jay 96.3. And welcome back to our Merrill Blue Jay football pregame show. I am downtown Alamburros, live from Crandon High School. The sun is peeking through the clouds right into my eyes. So I'm going to have a tough time. Just found out that Coach Guy Palicki is going to be joining me, hopefully, at halftime from Merrill. He's doing some stats down below me, and we're going to welcome him up for a halftime guest. Of course, the halftime show is brought to you by Nicolay Bank and our First downs are always brought to you by Chips Hamburgers. And, of course, stay tuned at the end of the game to find out which player will be named our Beacon Blue Jay player of the game. Brought to you, of course, by Beacon, the Beacon, with over 64 years of supporting the Merrill community. Where you live, work, and play, one mile west of Highway K on the corner of Joe Snow and Fairview Roads in Merrill. I wish they were going to be open late tonight because when I get done with the game, I'm always hungry. So, again, we got two 0-1 teams finishing up the non-conference portion of their season. When you take a look at what's coming up for the Cardinals, after this, they lost last week to Hurley 24-8 on the road. And after tonight, they have home games against Clintonville and Tomahawk. The Tomahawk game will be on Tuesday. Check that. That's a JV game. Sorry. Clintonville and then uh, Tomahawk on the 8th and at Cribbits and at Tomahawk. Then they're home against Gwynn and Northland Pines. As I told you, that game has been uh, canceled. And then they've got O'Connell Falls and Coleman to finish up the regular season. For the Blue Jays, after they get done tonight, then we're starting to look at conference action. And when we take a look at their schedule, they'll be hosting Ed Medford, Antigo at Lakeland, then Ashland at Hayward, Rhinelander, and at Mosinee. So a couple more road trips. Hayward will be longer than the one that they had tonight. So again, last week... Not much to say offensively for the Blue Jays. The biggest challenge they had, quite frankly, was the fact that they put those turnovers on the ground four times, three fumbles and that interception. And they gave up a long, I'd say almost an eight-minute drive in the third period as the Chieftains from Osceola just pounded the football. They only had one for two in the passing department. So if the Blue Jays have got to force Crandon to put the ball in the air if they're going to be victorious tonight. We're going to take another break, then back with more of our pregame show. You're listening to Blue Jay Football on Blue Jay 96.3. And welcome back to Crandon High School. I am downtown Alley Burroughs, pleased to be bringing you today's ball game. 
right here. They're getting ready for the introductions of the players. Just a quick look at the statistics. If you look at the Blue Jays' rushing attack, Olsen had one carry for 16 yards last week. Schmelzer, four for 28. Caden Heinrich, 10 for 33. Lang had one reception for a yard. Heinrich, one for three. Lonsdorf, one for 10. And in the passing, uh, it was five for 10 unofficially. We're going to have another break before our national anthem. You're listening to Blue Jay football on Blue Jay 96.3. Pleased to be bringing you Blue Jay football right here on Blue Jay 96.3. Got the officiating crew out there. Crandon will be on defense, so the Merrill Blue Jays have won the toss. They're going to see Connor Lawrence going to be on the D-line. Dylan Davis also on the line. Matthew Yonke. Caden Palabicki. And his relative, Cruz Palabicki. Ryan Schunk. Ty Denny, who is also a running back. Mason Mullins. Maverick Mayer, who's also the quarterback. And Alex Aguirre. And then the last of the defensive starting Jackson Keepers, who's also in the defensive backfield. Looks like about a 30-player squad for Crandon. So numerically, the Blue Jays going to have the advantage. Again, our... Post-game show and our scoreboard brought to you, as always, by Dave's County Market, downtown Merrill. They value family. They value fresh. They value you. So coach is going around hitting players on the pads. I'm glad I'm not in those pads because the way he's hitting, he must have played defense somewhere in his life. Of course, the head coach for the Cardinals is Dan Wichman. Coach Wadzinski for the Blue Jays. Hopefully he will be up with our Blue Jay Beacon player of the game afterwards. The Blue Jay cheer squad is down there right now, and the Blue Jay came on the road. So the Blue Jays will be going from right to left. And kicking off for the Cardinals will be Caden Palabicki who is a running back and linebacker, and the ball promptly falls off the tee. Now, we haven't got any wind at all. This is a very open field here, so if we get any kind of wind, there's the kickoff. It's on the ground, and it goes, oh! Oh, I, it went out of bounds first. And, yeah, they're going to throw the flag. Now, it's going to be at about the 40-yard line, so Palabicki just put that one on the ground and uh, put it down there. And so the Blue Jays should start from the near hash mark at the 40. The field, you can see that they've had some heavy use to it, but it's good and green. And so, no, it will be right down the middle, starting from the 40-yard line. So Schmelzer will have Henrik in the backfield. And Blue Jays break the huddle. 
Henrik is in the position behind Schmelzer in the pistol. Running back to the left. There's the handoff to Henrik. Cuts off the right side. Give Henrik about... They're giving him a three. I'm going to be a little less charitable. I'm going to give him two. That's going to set up second and eight from the 42-yard line. So that was a straightforward out of the pistol. Henrik tried to pick his way through. Now, the rain was heavy, but it wasn't prolonged. The grass here looks like it might be a little bit slick. Running back to the right of Henrik, wide receivers both sides. Schmelzer hands off again to Henrik. He goes off the right side again, and he's going to get a few more yards. And we'll give him their four. So that's going to bring up a third down and a long four. If we were doing a stock report, it would be four and an eighth. Wide receivers to both sides. Tight end to the far side. Running back to the left of Schmelzer. Henrik behind Schmelzer. There's the handoff this time. Cutting left. Oh, cutting in behind the blocking there was Cruz Palabicki coming in from his linebacker position. That's going to be a loss of three. And so that's going to bring up fourth down and seven. And it looks like the Blue Jays are going to punt. So trying to establish the ground game, which really was difficult to do last week as Henrik had only 33 yards on 10 carries. The bulk of the offense for the Blue Jays, and of course he was our Beacon Blue Jay player of the game. So deep in punt formation is Brody Lang. Claps, it's a nice snap. Oh, end over end line drive kick taken at the 20, coming across the 25. Wrapped up nicely. Oh, and coming in to complete the hit for the Blue Jays on kick coverage. Grabbing him around the ankle was... Ethan Raven, the senior, at least that's what it shows on the sheet. So he's out there this week, and coming in to finish it up was, I believe, Wellner, and he hit him. So Crandon will start at their own 30-yard line. They've got a straight T formation. Haven't seen that in years. There's the handoff going right up the gut. And very nice move for about five yards. Let's see who got that one. And that was Caden Palabicki. Eric Mann with the tackle. So Caden Palabicki gets five from the 35. Same formation. Good old country football, ladies and gentlemen. There's the handoff. Cutting to the right side. Oh, breaks open. Palavicki. That's Cruz. And that will be the first down. First, first down. And of course, that's a pine. Check that. A Chips hamburger first down. And that gets out there. Give him about nine yards. Straight T formation. There's the handoff. Oh, a little bobble in the air, and that allowed the Blue Jays to penetrate on the right side. Coming in for the tackle there was 
Jax Hansen. So that's going to be a loss of one for Cruz Palapicki. So two carries for eight yards thus far. Second down and a short 11. On our Daves County Market scoreboard, 8.33 left in the first period. Double tight end, T formation. It goes to Cruz Palabeki, cutting left, gets up through the front line. It's going to be hogtied and brought down by a host of Blue Jay tacklers, Mason Block. But that's going to be a gain of about six. So Palabeki, three carries for 14 yards. And ball just shy of the midfield stripe. Eight minutes even, clock running first quarter. I can see why they had no passing attack last week for Crandon. This formation is choose the pass. Oh, there's the handoff and nice blocking downfield and getting another first down, getting down about seven yards. And that's... Caden Poladicki, and he gets seven yards on that one. Another first down, another Pine Ridge Mobile first down, but they're coming for the Blue Jays, ladies and gentlemen. 7.35 left. Crandon got three, a three and out for the Blue Jays, and now they're just moving that ball downfield, especially that left side of the line. There's the handoff on the counter, breaking a tackle, breaking once, twice, stood up. Nicely by A.J. Wex. And that's going to be four yards. Keepers was on that carry. Six fifty-six left. Same formation. Handoff trying to go off the left side and hello Federal there to meet him right up front at the line was Mason Block so that'll be so that's going to bring I think that was Cruz Palabicki on that one so that's going to bring up a third and eight ball at the 43 yard line same formation. Long count. Uh, there's a false start. I saw the left guard move his hand. And uh, the Blue Jays definitely have a size advantage over Crandon. So there's the first penalty of the game. Illegal procedure. That moves it back to a third and... 13, ball back to the 48-yard line, 6.03 left in the first period. No score on our Daves County Market scoreboard. Downtown Ottawa is pleased to be bringing the action. Same formation, delay. Now the quarterback takes it on a keeper, and he's going to get about two yards. Mayor. Eric Mann in on the tackle again. Give him three yards. It's going to bring up a fourth and ten. And let's see what the Cardinals are going to do from their own 45, or from the Blue Jay 45-yard line. And they're going to go for it. All the 
running backs hold their arms out, make sure they got the proper spread. There's the count. There's the handoff. Rolling back to throw. Oh, coming in on the blitz was Block. He just about got to Mayer. Mayer got an incomplete pass. I mean, he was rolling out, and Block was all over him like ugly on an ape. And he had to dump that one before the intended receiver was Mason Mullins running back. And so that's turning it over on downs. So with 5.13 left in the first period, no score. Blue Jays get the second opportunity about five yards ahead of where they turned it over. Started their last drive at the 40. Schmelzer. Again, there's the throw in the flat right side. Getting loose. Going up for a Chips Hamburger first down. 14 yards on that. Let's see who the receiver was on that one. I believe that was Wex. Let's see who is in the flat on the right side. Yep, that was Wex. So 14 yards and a pie. Got it. Chips Hamburger first down. Far hash mark. Hand off to Heinrich, breaks up through the guard on the left side, and he's going to go to town off left guard, and we'll give, give him nine yards, so he's got four carries for 12 yards. Second and a long one. That one went off the left guard, and making the tackle was Ty Denis, the outside linebacker, junior for the Cardinals. 4.20 left. Second and one, ball at the 35-yard line of the Cardinals. There's the handoff again to Heinrich, and he's going off the left side. He's going to have the first. He's going to get, I think, about three or four yards. Let's see where they spot it. And we'll give Heinrich down to the 31-yard line, so he'll get another five, and that's a second Blue Jay first down. Another Chips Hamburger first down. 3.52 left. Blue Jays on their first sustained drive of the night and, frankly, one of their longer drives of the early part of this season. Wide receivers both sides. Heinrich behind in the pistol. There's the handoff again. Big hole off the left guard. Heinrich just going right off the guard. Let's see how far he gets. Yeah, it's going to be. I'm going to give him six. So he's got six carries thus far for 24 yards, and the ball's down to about the 27-yard line. Blue Jays, as I said earlier, have the size advantage. 310, clock running, same formation, same handoff. Oh, ball's on the ground! Blue Jays recovered it, thankfully. Stripped from Heinrich, the recovery by... I think that recovery was Isaac Clapper, but we'll give him another two yards on the carry with the fumble, but the Blue Jays get this one back. So fourth fumble of the season, but this one Clapper recovers. Running back to the right of Schmelzer. 
Heinrich behind him. They're trying to jam the hole, and Heinrich gets a big hole, goes off the right side this time. Inside the 20, down to about the 19, and that's another Chips Hamburger first down. Heinrich checks out. So we'll see if we're going to see it go into the air, if he needs a little breather. The air's still heavy here. The shower's passed. The field looks like it could be a little treacherous if you tried to take, had a speedster going to the outside. Clapper, tight end to the left. Wide receivers both sides. New tailback. There's the pitch. Cutting up field. There's a flag, and I know that's going to be in the land of holding. No, on the carry was Brody Lang, the senior running back, but I think that's going to be a hold. So that's the first penalty, and that's going to be a 10-yarder, I believe. So that's going to turn this into a first and 20 situation. Ball will be back at the 29-yard line. So this definitely, let's see if this was downfield. No, it was close enough to make it back to the 29-yard line. I can't even see the hash. Oh, there's the hash mark. And they're not putting it at the hash mark. Minute 48 left, first period, no score. Blue Jays, nice drive. Heinrich's back in, a tailback. Wide receivers both sides. The handoff to Heinrich. Oh, cutting in behind the guard. Palabicki, Cruz, that is. Heinrich's going to lose. And let's see, I think that's going to be a loss of about six. Let's see. So that's going to be a loss of five there. So Heinrich is doing the work except for the one pass to Wex. So now the Blue Jays second and 25 at the Cardinal 34. Wex to the far side uh, in the slot to the right. Aiden Landorf. Wide receiver the other side. Henrik bumps into the guard, goes forward. And he's going to get down inside the 30 down to, let's see where they're going to spot it, at the 29. 40 seconds left. We'll give him six. Four. Check that. <coughs> Excuse me. 30 seconds left here in the quarter. Not sure Schmelzer's going to get another playoff. So that holding call puts the Blue Jays now in the third and 20 on the 30-yard line. Clock's got 17 seconds left. Wide receivers both sides. Motion. Oh, there. No. Now <laughs> a couple of players there weren't sure that the whistle had blown. Let's see what the whistle to stop the clock with 7.5 seconds left. And I think it's going to be another penalty against the Blue Jays. This one's going to be an illegal procedure penalty. And that's going to make it third down and 25 just inside the 35-yard line. And the Blue Jays are going to let the clock run out and take a break. So after one, it is the Merrill Blue Jays nothing, the Crandon Cardinals nothing. You're listening to Blue Jay football on Blue Jay 96.3. 
And welcome back to Crandon High School. Nothing, nothing after one. Blue Jays third and 20 on the 39-yard line, going from south to north, left to right now. Back to throw, Schmelzer. Got a pocket, got a throw, got a catch, Wex! Inside to 10, inside to five! Down to about the one yard, check that. I apologize, that's at about the seven yard line. So a 32 yard pass and catch. Wex, and another. The fourth. Chips Hamburger first down. First and goal for the Blue Jays at the five yard line. So we'll make that a 34 yard pass and catch. Heinrich right next to Schmelzer. Schmelzer takes it, follows his guard, and oh, cutting in behind the play, the two brothers, Cruz and Caden Palabicki. And so that's going to turn it into a second down and goal from the five. So that's the first carry for anybody other than Heinrich. Schmelzer gets no game. Wide receivers to both sides of the field. There's the pitch. Heinrich takes it, tries to cut outside, cutting back in. Oh, another flag, and it's behind the play. But let's see what this one's going to be. That was thrown in from behind where Wex was. I don't know if we're going to get uh, blocking up. It's going to be against the Blue Jays. So they got a first and goal at the five. One carry for nothing, and Wex the, was behind the play, and the referee threw the flag right at his back. So with Palabicki, Caden Palabicki checking to see, and it's going to be against the Blue Jays. Illegal block in the back. Wex caught the linebacker coming from the weak side. And that's going to take the Blue Jays back 10 yards. So that's going to take a second and goal from the five and make it a second and goal from about the 15. So that's the third penalty for the Blue Jays for 25 yards. And now there was a late substitution for the... Uh, Blue Jays, as we see coming over with blood streaming out of his nose, Cruz Palabicki getting uh, some gauze from the trainer because he's out for right now. So the timeout has been taken by the Carandon Cardinals. 10.35 left until halftime. No score. Blue Jays on their second drive of the game. Turned over on a punt. Then holding the Cardinals and that drive that started about five minutes ago, more than that, maybe about six minutes ago, but three penalties have really stymied the Blue Jays. They had a first and goal on the five after a 34-yard pass and catch. Schmelzer to Wex. And then no gain on the keeper, Schmelzer being the first person to carry the ball other than Henrik. And Henrik thus far, 10 carries. For 34 yards, 
and he put down the fumble that Clapper recovered. So Henrik and I think that's Landorf. And again, Schmelzer's taking it around the far side, and he's going to get it down to about the 10-yard line. So let's give Schmelzer about five yards. Okay, check that. Now it'll be third and goal from the 12. Schmelzer goes to the far side, gets the play from Coach Wadzinski. So the Blue Jays are definitely in a situation now. I think there may be a uniform change because of that blood that Cruz is going to go with Loyal Adler's number. So we'll have to keep an eye on that. They're having to clean up, of course. Now in the backfield with Palabiki. And now that's a timeout for the Blue Jays. In the backfield there in the formation, they had Brody Lang to the right behind Schmelzer and Henrik to the left. So there's a little bit of confusion. Both teams having to use a timeout here. So 9.48 left till half. No score. The drive started out very effectively for the Cardinals. I mean, two tight ends, T formation. I mean, just vintage football. I mean, you saw this kind of play 50 years ago. Last week they dropped 24 to 8 to Hurley on the road, but on the home field and a very, very pleasant night and a nice crowd here. You got bleachers on only one side of the field and I say a very nice crowd. So we'll see what we got right now. It'll be second down and All right, hopefully we have our connection back. There's an incomplete pass. We're on to third down right now. So third down pass was incomplete. Hopefully we've been told we had a little technical difficulty, but everything shows here that we're doing well. So if there's a problem here, you just keep us informed. So that's two out of three. And that pass puts up a fourth and 12, fourth and goal from the 12-yard line. So the Blue Jays can't get a first down here. 9.45 left. And the Blue Jays are... Blue Jays are now in a situation where... They've got to go They've to got the to end zone. End zone. Rolling, right. rolling right. He throws he towards throws the end zone. End going zone. up. Incomplete pass. So, so hopefully now the Blue Jays are going to be able to hold on defense. So they got down in that drive. That drive was about a 60-yard drive, but undone by that penalty, a block in the back. And... So the Blue Jays turn it over. So we've got 9.38 left, two drives for the Blue Jays, one in a punt, a three and out, then held the Crandon Cardinals on the road very nicely, and Crandon will take over now at their own 12-yard line. Again, a straight T formation, double tight end, and going from 
the handoff there and trying to cut up the middle, I think was Cruz. Caden Kalabicki gets two. He's got five carries for, or checked at three carries for 14 yards. Nine fourteen left, and the Blue Jays now coming up on their own uh, or ball at their fourteen yard line. Cranda does, and they go right up the middle again. This time off the right guard, and that's going to be Cruz Palabicki again. Check that, Caden Palabicki, two Palabickis. And he gets another two yards, so now he's got four carries for 16 yards. Sun moving towards setting in the west. Again, north-south field. Crandon Cardinals going from north to south, our right to left here in the second period. Downtown Alibaros, pleased to be bringing you the game. Hopefully now everything has been worked out somewhat technically. We apologize for the difficulties. There's the roll to the left, and there's the pitch. And trying to cut to the outside. Let's see who had to carry there. Keepers with his second carry. So he'll get th three, give him five yards there. Keepers, two carries for nine yards here. So fourth and one for the Cardinals from their own 20. Looking straight into that sun right now, so hopefully I won't miss any plays. It's going to be a beautiful sunset and hopefully a Blue Jay win. Fourth and one. Same formation. The Cardinals are going for it. Long count. Backs reset, or at least the right halfback does. There's the pitch, and there's a quick kick. Caught everybody sleeping, and he gets the roll. And it'll go up to about the 45-yard line. So 25. So Paula Bicke runs out of the T formation, gets the pitch, and kicks it. And so the Blue Jays will start with very good field position, 7-14 left until halftime at the Cardinals' 45-yard line on the far hash mark. So Blue Jays are now in a position where they should be able to. It's a shorter field from the left hash mark next to Schmelzer on the right side is Lang, Heinrich behind him, Clapper tight end to the left, and wide receiver E.J. Weichs to the wide side. Now there seems to be some question with the officials going over to check something with somebody. And I can't tell you exactly what the discussion is, but Coach Wadinski had a question for the referee and hopefully everything's squared away. So 7.14 left till halftime. And the Blue Jays, first and 10 from the Cardinals 45. There's the handoff to Heinrich, nice hole off right guard. And he's going to get about five yards on the carry. 
So seven minutes even left. Second and five for the Blue Jays. Far hash mark. Ball at the Cardinals' 45-yard line. Again, downtown Alabama is pleased to be bringing you the action right here on Blue Jay 96-3. Again, apologize for any technical difficulties. There are some vagaries to the Internet here in Crandon. There's the handoff again. Heinrich goes off the left side. Nice hole. Cuts outside to tight end Isaac Clapper. And I think he's going to get a Kip Hamburger's first down. So on our Daves County Market scoreboard, 35. I should say 6.35. Clock is running. Ball down to the 35-yard line. So two five-yard carries for Heinrich off the right and left side. Schmelzer has running back offset left. Heinrich, big hole off left guard. He's in the open field. And he's down Heinrich to about... Excuse me. Yep, he's going to get a 20-yard carry, his biggest carry of the night, and that's the sixth Chips Hamburgers first down for the Blue Jays, more than they had in the entire game last week. 5.55 left. Blue Jays keeping the ball on the ground, although two, check that, four passes for 48 yards, two completions to Wex, and then two incompletes. Wex to the far side. There's the handoff. Heinrich, he's going to crash off right guard, and he's going to meet a couple of Cardinal defenders. That's at, I think it might be Adler or it might be uh, one of the – it might be Palabicki had to take Adler's number, and the other one was Ty Denny. So we'll give Heinrich two carries – or two yards on that carry – And that's going to bring up a second and eight. 5.08 left. Ball at the 15-yard line. There's Heinrich up the middle off the right guard. Check that left guard. And, and let's see. First down. So that's another Chips hamburger. First down. Eight yards for Heinrich. That's going to put the ball down to about. Let's see. It's going to be first and goal. And that ball's going to be 448, clock and running, a seven-yard line. There's the handoff to Heinrich. He crashes off right guard and runs into a host of Cardinals. So birds on birds, that one the Blue Jays got stopped. Heinrich gets no gain there. He went off right guard, but on the left side of that Cardinal defensive line, no flexibility. 4.22 left. First half, no score. Downtown Oliveros, pleased to be bringing you Blue Jay football on Blue Jay 96-3. Again, Blue Jays had three and out. Crandon Cardinals had a drive. Then the Blue Jays had a drive that went about seven-plus minutes, turning it over on downs. Three and out for the Cardinals and Blue Jays at the goal, and there's a handoff going right to left for... Lang, and Lang gets Lang gets two. He went on a cross buck play, as we used to call it, counter play. Third and goal, second time Blue Jays in the red zone. And now we'll see whether or not they're going to go. They're certainly four down territory, but we'll see whether or not they're going to go to the wide side 
lining up to the wide side of the field. And there's the handoff. And that's going to And I think that's going to be Heinrich in from five out for the touchdown. So at 316 of the second, Heinrich, a five-yard run. And let's see. They're going to go for the extra point here via the kick because this will be a Pine Ridge Mobile extra point attempt. Wex is holding. And Amador is going to attempt the extra point. High snap, down, kick up, and it is good. So Amador puts the points on the board. And at 316 of the second period, the scoreless tie is broken. And the Blue Jays take a 7-0 lead over the Cardinals. So the Blue Jays took that ball from the 45-yard line. They've got seven Chips Hamburger first downs. Three on that drive as they went 45 yards, pay dirt, and now they have a 7-0 lead. So as the sun sets a little lower, I'm getting a little better view of the field. As I said before, the field's in beautiful condition. It slopes to the near side quite a bit. And the Cardinals are playing just what Coach Wazinski said last week, smash mouth football. But thus far, the Blue Jays have been able to stop them on those drives. The ubiquitous beast balls now making their way around the stands. Send it up here. So doing the kicking off for the Blue Jays. I'm trying to see who's doing the kicking there. And that's going to be Noah Klug. And he kicks a line drive down on the ground, picked up at the 22-yard line, coming up across 25, 30, 35. Still on his feet and a knockdown. Ball is loose. Ball is loose. Let's see who's got it. There's more down at the bottom of that scrum. And the Blue Jays. Oh, now we got a flag. I think it's going to be against the Blue Jays for celebrating. And coach is coming out on the field. One of the assistant coaches, I believe. I can't tell from here because it's right in the sun. And now he's thrown his hat. Now it's going to be a double penalty for unsportsmanlike conduct. A 30-yard penalty against the Blue Jays. So instead of having it at the 27-yard line, ch check that, the 34-yard line. So it was about a 16-yard return for Denis with the fumble and recovered by the Blue Jays, but they get two unsportsmanlike conducts, one against a player, one against Coach, Coach is out on the field trying to exhort the team. But that is a very costly double penalty. I mean, the referee threw the flag 
And then one of the coaches came out. Again, I can't tell from who, here who it was. And the referee threw his hat, which is the equivalent of a second penalty. So they're making some notes on who's been charged with unsportsmanlike conduct. So the Blue Jays will start out with a first and ten, but it'll be back at their own 39-yard line. Make it about the 38. So it was about the 32-yard line. It was about a 10-yard kickoff return before the fumble by Denise. So the Blue Jays get it right back with 3.09 left till half, two timeouts. Running backs to either side of Schmelzer in the pistol. Wide receivers near and far. Schmelzer takes it. He tries to go around, and he's dropped for a big loss. That's going to cost Schmelzer about seven yards. So he has four carries now for six yards. And uh, one of the linesmen is talking to one of the linemen for, uh, or the linebackers, the captain. That looks like Caden uh, Palabicki. Heinrich behind Schmelzer. There's the handoff to Heinrich, and he's going to get about three yards. So 2.15 left until half. Boy, that 30-yarder. 30 yards in penalties. <laughs> 55 yards on five penalties here in the first half. Two 10-yarders, a five-yarder, and those uh, consecutive 15-yarders for unsportsmanlike conduct. Minute 46 left. Clock is running. Blue Jays have two timeouts left. So unless Schmelzer puts it up, Heinrich's going to have to get big one, and there's going to be a timeout called by the Blue Jays to avoid the penalty. It's third and 13 from their own 35. We'll keep it right here. Again, Guy Palicki's going to be joining us at half. He's been doing some stats taken down below. I couldn't see exactly what happened and who, which player got dinged for the unsportsmanlike conduct. Last week we had a little miking with the referee that worked uh, at Blue Jay Stadium, but nothing much going on here. So we had to depend on what we could read. Coach uh, Whitman doing a little uh, little coaching out there during the timeout. Or I should say that's one of the assistant coaches. So it looks like that Cruz Palabicki, I gotta double check this. Cruz Palabicki, who's a sophomore, has now taken uh, freshman Loyal Adler's number because of blood on his uniform. So Blue Jays in a third and 13, 136 left till half, down to one timeout. Definitely a passing situation under normal circumstances. Schmelzer's back, puts it up. Oh, he overthrows Clapper. Clapper had a step on the defender, but he overthrew him by about two steps. Fourth and 13 from the 35. We'll see if the Blue Jays send in the punt unit. Two timeouts left for the Cardinals, 132 left. 
The Blue Jays sending in the punt team. Sun just about going below the trees right now. Turning out to be a very, very nice night for football. A little humid, a little heavy, but Blue Jays up 7-0 on the Heinrich five-yard run with 3.16 left in the second, Amador with the kick. Blue Jays back in punt formation. Low, low snap. There's a nice spiraling kick back to the 30. Coming across to the near side, 35, 40, trying to get outside, tripped up. And about a 13-yard return. 13-yard return for Denis. So Denis doing kickoff and punt returns. He holds on to that one. So the Cardinals will start. Thirty-five yard punt for the Blue Jays. Same formation for the Cardinals. There's the handoff trying to cut to the outside. And nice penetration on the defense. I think that's keeper. Yeah, Jackson keepers, and he's gonna lose five. So he's now got three carries for four yards. 55 seconds left, and back to throw, rolling, throwing into the flat, and it's caught. Nice tackle, open field tackle, and that was Mayer will get four yards, and making the catch there was Aguirre. So one for two for four yards. Crandon takes the timeout. They should now have one timeout left, according to my calculations. Ball on their own 43-yard line, third down and 11. So 7 nothing Blue Jays, second quarter. Heinrich with the touchdown run from five out. Amador with the kick. 48.8 seconds till our Nicolay Bank halftime show. And, of course, we got the Pine Ridge Mobile Extra Point for the first time for the Blue Jays this year. So both teams coming back. Blue Jays went to the far side. Coach Whitman went out. Third down 11, ball from the Cardinals 43, same formation. There's the handoff up the middle and trying to break it loose, but getting maybe about five yards was Mullins. Fourth and seven, 30 seconds left. Blue Jays are content to let the clock run here. I'm surprised they didn't take the timeout and uh, force Crandon to take some action. So it looks like they're going to let the clock run out till half. And the Blue Jays will go in leading 7-0, but having one timeout left, I would have expected them to stop that clock. And we'll see if the if Cardinals are waiting as well. Everybody's standing there watching the clock. And then they're taking the halftime, and there's the horn. So we're going to go to a break. At the half, it is the Merrill Blue Jays 7, 
The Crandall Cardinals nothing. We'll be back with our Nicolet Bank halftime show after this. You're listening to Blue Jay Football on Blue Jay 96.3. Oh, excuse me. Oh, they're adding time back now. I thought they only did that in soccer, Coach. So I am totally confused and apologetic. There is one-tenth of a second left. So I am totally confused because I thought I saw the whistle and everybody pointing. So I guess this way, if there's a penalty on the defense, we have one more play. Otherwise, it's the half. Thank you, Coach Peeper, for that correction. Always appreciate the help from spotters, fans of the Blue Jay Nation. So here's the snap. There's the handoff going up the middle, and they gave a second there for Mullins to get about seven yards. So I guess Mullins has two carries for 12 yards. It is now halftime. And we'll be back with our Nicolet Bank halftime show after this. You're listening to Blue Jay Football on Blue Jay 96.3. And welcome to our Nicolet Bank halftime show brought to you, of course, by Nicolet Bank. And I have a first. Guy Palicki, a former Denite from days gone by, Doing some stat work for the Blue Jays. Guy, thanks for joining us. Good to be here, Ollie. All right. First of all, the weather driving up. I thought we were driving into, you that, know. That was some Old Testament weather there, boy. Yeah. It was <laughs> biblical. Yes. Well, we and, and we got rid of the rain. The field's in pretty good condition, but this field looks like you got to pick your footing carefully. Am I right, Guy? Oh, absolutely. I grew up in Upper Michigan, which basically every field looked like this, and you could probably fall asleep on this. The grass is so high and thick, and you got to pick up your feet or they're going to go down. So that's definitely making any outside running really hazardous because the defenders are going to be able to move laterally pretty well, am I right? Well, it's also home field advantage. They're used to playing this all the time. I know our guys practice up on the, the you know, the sound turf of Jay Stadium, and, and you get used to a certain way your feet hits and how you have to plant, and here you have to be a little more, you know, careful because it's going to give a little more. And now, now, that brings up a point. Do they use different cleats when they go on the road than at home with that artificial turf you know it's been my experience that they pretty much just they the cleats that are used on field turf were kind because of, it's artificial grass are grass cleats and so most high school kids won't won't specialize that much and so um no they they kind of get used to their cleats and you know how superstitious athletes can get you know you don't no. want <laughs> what's that i saw everybody stepping over the lines yeah. all right obviously this was the uh Caden henrick show on the ground schmelzer had a couple carries and lang had one but we take a look 17 carries unofficially one fumble isaac clapper gets on it the 20-yard run, but a lot of this stuff is 3, 4, 5, minus 3, whatever. It looks like the Blue Jays have a size advantage on the line. And definitely the Crandon offense is not going to get the Don Coriel, Air Coriel Absolutely. award. They have not changed 
formations the entire game. And Coach they, they will not. said last week, this is smash mouth football. Well, this is the football that they played when I played in high school in the 80s. I, I actually played against this offense at one point, and we called it the shell game offense because you were never quite sure where the ball was. Well, they tried to do some counters. I guess the best thing the backs do is they hold out both arms, and I'm waiting for into the air junior Birdman yeah. because they're making sure their spacing is right. Is this just successful in their conference with Clintonville and her, you know, those type of it, teams? It is an offense that is an equalizer offense. It will give you a chance when maybe other offenses won't give you a chance. Well, uh, when, when you take a look at their quarterback, even his rollouts, I mean, he had the one completion to Aguirre for four yards, but he had a whopping one for two. I mean, this reminds me, minus the wishbone, of Oklahoma and Nebraska back in the 70s where five passes be still my foolish heart. Absolutely. It's that, you know, that straight T formation, I always likened it to, okay, it's just a wishbone that's, you know, it's a femur instead of a wishbone. <laughs> and they, they will numb you to sleep, and you have to play assignment football, and sometimes high school athletes don't. Our guys tonight have settled in. They're, they're playing their gaps. They're reading their keys, and they're getting to their spots. And that's why, you know, they settle into the game, and, and they need to keep it going. What happened on that Double. I mean, when the referee throws hat, you know it's a bad, bad play. Well, a lot of times refs don't give a lot of leeway. Maybe nor should they. And in the heat of the moment, sometimes you might, you know, have a different perception of what happened versus. You mean like the time I took my glasses off and offered them to the basketball ref and said, "You're not calling the same game I'm seeing. Try mine." Yeah, sometimes they don't like that. So. All right, but that really took a very short field of 27 yards following the recovered punt on the kickoff and now they're back 30 yards and that that really uh, upset the proverbial apple cart absolutely and that's the one thing in high school football that you will see is if, if there are double personal follows they both get marched off because they they do want to ma- send a message and that's part of the discipline of the game and and i i still coach freshman football and there are times i have to kind of step back myself and say okay you know that's a good point, Coach. I'm going to change my mind, said no ref ever. So there Not you go. Not so wombat ears because there were a few times that I would say, you know what, I was wrong. Now, we had to have the paddles and, and, and the, 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 the heart unit out there, sure, the sure. defibrillator. Yep. You know, this is the big one. Yep, that, that's few and far in between from my experience. So at 316 of the second period, Coach Guy, we get the touchdown. We're coming into the second half. And uh, over on uh, Bull Falls Radio 98.9, our very good friend Chad Holmes. It is Wausau West 28, De Beers 7 at the half. We're 7-0 here. If Crandon will not eschew the tee, I mean, I'm just waiting for them to maybe move to a slot or a wing. It's not going to happen, is it, Coach? That that would be considered exotic. So you're going to see what they're going to see. They're going to do what they're going to do. And you still they're waiting for that one player to miss their assignment. And is this also the challenge of playbooks? I mean, I, I jokingly had my touch football playbook in college that, you know, looked like, you know, the professor's notes for the semester. Absolutely. And they put up the joking, this is the play that we're going to see run at the game. Right. But the Blue Jays have thrown a couple passes. Wex with a couple of nice catches. Yes. No. E.J. E. Wikes, he's a good athlete, and so – um, he, he's a player, and he will do whatever you want him to do, and, yep, he's a player. Sorry about that, EJ, when you listen to the tape. Wikes, I had the same problem in baseball. Oh. Thanks, Coach Guy. So now what do you expect to see in the second half? 
Is it going to be the same thing for the Cardinals? Let's see if they'll make a mistake. And if they do, we're going to break it. I mean, between Caden and Cruz Palabicki, they've pretty much dominated in the backfield as well. Absolutely. Well, like we saw last week with, with the Blue Jays, we were our worst own enemy. I mean, the mistakes we made opened that game wide open. Uh, we started, you know, a little, little unsettled tonight, but then we settled into the game, so we, we need to, you know, not hurt ourselves. Um, Crandon is going to do what Crandon does, but they probably have a couple in the deeper in the playbook that you might see tonight. And like I said, it's a one-score game right now. I mean, it's it's on the two passes though, their quarterback rolled to his weak side, and Mayer's a junior, and he goes both ways. Um, do you expect that? I mean, that's not customarily the way a high school quarterback is going to roll. He's going to roll to his start. To his, to his throwing side. Right, and that's another thing, though. It, it, it puts defenses on edge. If you break tendencies, a lot of times that is, is, is your advantage. You know, if, I'm always, if everyone's doing this, this, and this, well, I'm going to try this, and sometimes that can, can be a game changer. We're going to come back with more of Coach Guy with the Nicolay Bank Halftime Show. After this, you're listening to Blue Jay Football on Blue Jay 96.3 at the half. Blue Jay 7 Granite Cardinals, nothing. Back after this. And welcome back to Crandon High School Field. It's our Nicolay Bank halftime show. Joining me, I'm honored to be have Coach Guy. So it's time to ask the guy. Coach, second half, where do the Blue Jays need to improve other than not torquing off the referee? Yeah, other than that, I think get, get some sustainable drives. You know, I mean, let's 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 play a little Crandon. Let's burn some clock. Let's let's get it in the end zone a couple more times. So you know, get a little breathing room, but don't let up. I mean, I, I it's that's the worst thing you can do right now. You're up by one score. You're one play away from being tied, or if they go for two, you're you're behind. So, yep, it's a new game right now. The conditions, air's a little heavy, humid. Punts do go up. But they come down a little faster in weather True. like this. Amador puts the extra point through. If the Blue Jays, and it was still early in the season, do you see good conditioning right out there for both teams? Because it's not the 100 degrees in Texas where people would be dropping about every third play for water breaks. But how do you think the conditioning of the team is right now? You know, I think, I mean, they look pretty strong right now still. I mean, we still got zips in our steps, and that's another factor in the second half, especially early in the season, especially in, you know, Wisconsin humidity. Again, I'm a former upper Michigan, so it's always a little warm for me when it's in, you know, 78 and up. Yeah, I was about to say, when, when, when the spring thaw comes in July in the UP. All right, so the coach guy, keys to the game in the second half for the Blue Jays are, is our the main key is sustain drives and do not turn the ball over. And for the Cardinals, Cardinals, they're gonna again. They are they're gonna keep doing what they're doing. They're gonna look to pop that play and and send that fullback you know 80 yards up the field. So I mean they're gonna stay tried and true to what they do. I hear Dennis Green. They were who we thought they were. If you want to crown them, crown them. <laughs> we appreciate Ghost Guy Palicki. Thanks well, for joining us. Thanks for having me, Ollie. It was a pleasure. We're going to take one more quick break, then we'll be back with the second 
welcome back to Crandon High School at the half. Blue Jays 7, 18 carries, 77 yards unofficially for Heinrich. Two carries for three yards for Schmelzer. Lang one for two. Schmelzer went uh, checked at Schmelzer, three carries for minus four yards and two for five for 43 yards, checked at 30, 48 yards, Wikes with the catches. Blue Jays kicking off, going left to right. There's kick down to about the 20, picked up, coming up across the 25-yard line. Oh, running right into a host of Blue Jays at about the 35-yard line. And so that was Kane on the kickoff return. So give Kane about 15 yards on the kickoff return. It was about 12 yards with that fumble for Denis. So Blue Jays no turnovers and one touchdown. Same formation, double tight end, T formation. There's the handoff cutting off the right side. Let's see who's got it. Running into a scrum. That was the counter, as Coach Guy Palicki said at the half during our Nickelay Bank halftime show. Of course, seven chips hamburgers first down in the first half. So Mullins, I believe, got the handoff there for a yard. Second down and nine, 11-20 left, third quarter. Blue Jays up 7-0. There's the handoff going straight off right guard, and again, the Blue Jays just stacking it up. Mullins again, so give Mullins two carries for two yards. He had two for 12 and a half, first half. Mayer one for three. Keepers, three for four. Cruz Palabicki, Four for 12. Caleb Halabicki, four for 14. Third down and call it seven. There's the quarterback keeper and going. Oh, a hog tie and tackle for the Blue Jays. That's going to be a big loss of about five yards. And that. Shooting the gap was Jack Hansen. So Mayer had one carry for three yards. Now he's got two for negative two yards. And this will be a traditional punt formation this time. Mullins is back in punt formation. Blue Jays deep receiver. Back at his 35. Oh, there's a beautiful spiral kick. Driving Blue Jays back to the 30, up to 35, 40. He's on the far side. Cutting back, 45-yard line. So about a 14-yard punt return. Wikes with a 14-yard punt return here to start the Blue Jays out in the second half. 9.45 left in regulation. Blue Jays up 7-0. Ball on the far hash mark. Sun is down. Lights are on. Friday night lights here on Blue Jay 96.3. Downtown Alibaba is pleased to be bringing you 
the action. Again, we apologize for those problems technically in the first half, but we got them licked, or at least so we hope. Thanks for all of you who notified people who notified me. There's the handoff. Heinrich goes off the left guard, and again, he had 18 carries in the first half. So Heinrich picks up five, 925, and the clock is running. Second and five, ball all the way up at about the 49-yard line. Officials talking to, it looks like, Caden Palabicki. Wikes to the near side, wide receiver far side. Heinrich again. This time he gets stacked up at the line and he's going to get driven back. Let's see where they spot it. Denny made the stop. So give him a loss of one, two, but it's going to bring up about a third and six. So six yards on first down, back two. 8.34 left. Good old country football right now, fans. Wikes to the near side. Lang, I think it is, to the far side. Check that. That's Lonsdorf. There's the handoff on the cut. Oh, cutting inside on the far side and getting a first down from about the 50. Gives seven yards on the carry. Cutting off the left side, going from right to left. Lang gets seven yards. He had one carry for two in the first half. So he's got two carries for nine yards, and it's another first down for the Blue Jays. Chips Hamburger. Wikes to the near side. Lonsdorf to the far side, running back to the left. Heinrich goes off the left guard, gets stacked up. Probably going to get about three yards. Okay, they drove him back. Give him a yard. Lawrence with the stop. 7.23 left here in the third period. So the Blue Jays taking another three and out with the Cardinals and then driving. And uh, Schmelzer throws the towel down and the referee picks it up. Now he's got three penalty flags. Schmelzer, oh, balls on the ground. Schmelzer covers it. That, sh that pistol snap came up short. So Schmelzer's gonna lose two. So Schmelzer. Third and 12 now. So give him three-yard loss after the one-yard gain for Heinrich. So third and 12, ball at the 45-yard line. And the Blue Jays' clock is still running, so they've gone over to the side to meet with the coach. I don't know how they're going to get back in time for a uh, sideline huddle, but... They're taking a timeout. So we'll keep it right here with 6.17 left in the third quarter. Again, Blue Jays at 3.16 of the second quarter after a sustained drive. 
Heinrich went in from five yards out. Amador with the kick. And that's it for the scoring here. As Coach Guy Palicki, Blue Jay freshman coach who was kind enough to join us for our Nicolay Bank halftime show, said this is the same offense they've been running here since the 1980s. So this is a pretty simple playbook. It's the deception in the backfield of who's going to hit which hole and ball, ball, who's got the ball. That would be just like the game we played as kids. Button, button, who's got the button? And so right now, as we see the uh, band, uh, uh, the dancers right now for the Cardinals out in front of us and the Blue Jay cheer squad in mid-season form early on with the Blue Jay mascot right there. So we got at 6.17 left, two timeouts for Crandon, still three for the Blue Jays. Clapper moves to tight end on the right side. Weichs, near side, Lonsdorf far. There's the pitch to Heinrich. Oh, he picks it up a little bit. Now he's got it. He's getting down inside the 40-yard line. So we'll give him a pickup of about six on the play. So fourth and six, give him five on the play. 5.56 left, four down territory. It would appear Schmelzer runs to the far side. Team gets huddled up. Fourth and six for the Blue Jays on the 40-yard line of the Cardinals. Thus far, not a lot of sustained offense for the Cardinals. So the Blue Jays, everything is four down territory, it seemed like, for the Cardinals, even at their own 20, and then they did the quick kick, which was a 25-yard punt. Now Heinrich moves to the right of Schmelzer. Motion wikes right to left. Snap, back. Looking, Schmelzer's pulling it down, stops, throws it, oh, wide open! Down at the 25, getting down to, check that 30, down to the 25. So that'll be 15-yard pass, and I'm not sure who caught that one. But it was the tight end over the middle. And so I could not tell you who had that 15-yard catch, but I'll tell you this. It came at a crucial time, and it's the second. Chips Hamburger's first down of the second half. Five minutes left in the third quarter. Blue Jays got a fresh set of downs starting at a 25-yard line. There's the handoff. Heinrich gets a big hole off the right guard, but it closes up in a hurry as Palicki, that's... Yep, Caden Palabicki on that, so we'll give two carries, two yards on that carry second half. Five carries for 12 yards for Heinrich. But the Blue Jays get that critical third down completion. I could not tell if that came to Clapper, the tight end. But he was wide open as Schmelzer rolled left, started to run, pulled it down. Beautiful play, well executed. High snap, hands off to Heinrich. He pulled it down and handed it off to right guard. Heinrich's going to pick up. About three yards on that one. That's going to bring up a third down and five yards. Four minutes even left in the third period. Blue Jays up 7-0 here at Crandon. Downtown Alibro is pleased to be bringing you the broadcast right here on Blue Jay 96-3. Lonsdorf checks in at wide receiver. Schmelzer checks his wrist. 3.43. Clock is running. Third period. Blue Jays took the ball 
from about their own 44 following the punt return. Schmelzer, Heinrich, no, check that, that's Lonsdorf. So let's see. Lonsdorf out of the backfield, but we got a penalty. The Blue Jays had six penalties in the first half. Check that, five penalties for 55 yards. But, so they're going to give uh, Lonsdorf one. And it was not a penalty, so that's going to bring up fourth down and four at the Crandon 19. Backs to either side of Schmelzer, and there's going to be a timeout taken by the Blue Jays. That'll be their first timeout. They'll have two left. Crucial play right now, fourth and four. I don't think Schmelzer was confident with that formation or the play that he had. The easy thing to do would be give it to Heinrich and see if he could find a hole, but Schmelzer had a good completion there. I was checking with the stats. Lonsdorf made that reception for on that 15-yarder. So Lonsdorf got the 15-yard reception. So it's fourth down and four. Appreciate the added sets of eyes here with some of the Blue Jay coaches. Thank you as always. Long time out. 2.47 left here in the third quarter. Crucial play here. Blue Jays as the beautiful sunset to our west begins to fade. The Blue Jays do not want to fade. And they're coming back from the far side. And it is Lang to the far side. Wikes to the near side. Check that. Lonsdorf far side. Back throwing Schmelzer. He's looking. End zone. Oh, it's tipped away. That one was tipped away. Cutting in front. So that's going to turn the ball over. It was a little bit wobbly. He was trying to get it over. This was an under-over defense. And cutting in, it was like a zone, a, a, a counterclockwise revolving zone on that one. And the defender cut underneath and tipped it before it got to Wikes. So with 2.43 left, the Cardinals have held... And they're back to T formation, double tight end. There was a the handoff. Oh. Yep. Palabicki there. He's now wearing Adler's number. So, Cruz Palabicki. He loses. He loses four. Second down, 14. Cardinals, 2.05 left in the third quarter. They're running the sweep to the far side and getting maybe back to the original line of scrimmage. 
Denis gets the carry and gets three yards. So that's going to bring up a third down and 11. Same formation, far hash mark, ball at the 18. They're back. There's going to throw a pass. He's throwing it deep. Overthrown. Oh, my goodness gracious me. The ball was clearly overthrown, and the referee throws the flag for interference. The ball was past the receiver, and the deep, and, and going over to make his case, there's not going to be a question about catchability in high school, but the ball was passed the receiver when the flag was thrown. Oh, what an egregious miscarriage of justice. Oh, my goodness gracious me. So that's going to be the Blue Jays' first penalty for the second half. And that'll be a first down for the Cardinals. So the Cardinals get it, but that was not that call. No, shouldn't have been. But there's the ball goes down on the ground. And picking it up there was the Cardinals quarterback, Mayer. So that's two carries for six-yard loss. Blue Jays are going to have to recover from that one. The pass was clearly overthrown. It was past the receiver when the contact occurred, and it was not a catchable ball. End of discussion. Second down, 43 seconds left. Ball at the Cardinals' 31-yard line. Same formation, up under center Mayer. Hands off and getting through in an open field. And he's going to pay dirt. There is Mullins, 69 yards. Mullins gets a touchdown. 69-yard run, broke through the guard, just what Coach Palicki said at the half, and that's going to make it with 22.1 seconds left. Mullins. Gets 69-yard run, and that cuts it to 7-6. And here is where... Just as Coach Palicki said, I'm going to be paying that guy from now till next Christmas. 7-6, there it is. There's the run, and no good. And getting up a little bit slowly there is Caden Palicki. So Palicki does not make it, and he's limping off. He's got an injured left knee, goes straight to the trainer, and he's sitting down. Now she's checking. It could be a calf. Oh, she's working on that calf right now. So 22.1 seconds left. 
It's now a 7-6 ball game. And I'm watching Coach Palicki down doing his stats, and I'm checking he may have the prognostication key of the game. That was a trap play to the right side, and Mullins took it to pay dirt, and it's now 7-6 with 22 seconds left. So the Blue Jays will be receiving. They've moved their up men up to about the 15 to 18 yard line because they can tell that the kicking game is not very deep for the Crandon Cardinals. So the Blue Jays have everybody up and here comes the kick. And that's gonna be a high end over end kick Take it at about the 15-yard line, coming up to 25-30, heading across the 40. And that one goes up for about 23 yards, and let's see who had that kickoff return for the Blue Jays. I think that was Wellner. Wellner with the kickoff return. And he gets about 27 yards. Update on Blue Falls Radio 98.9 with six minutes left in the third period. Wausau West 35, De Pere 7. So the Blue Jays will start at their own 41-yard line with 16 and a half seconds left and a precarious one-point lead following the 69-yard run for Mullins and then stopping the two-point conversion. Wide receivers both sides. Heinrich gets it. No! And Schmelzer throws it, and let's see who made the catch over there. I think that was Clapper with the catch. So give Clapper three on the catch, two for three for 18 yards. Check that, make it two yards for Clapper. It was a fake, and then it just threw it into the flat. Blue Jays. Second down eight from the four, their own 43. Wide receivers to the, both sides. Oh, the ball's on the ground! The snap never got to Schmelzer. Schmelzer's gonna get credit for a seven yard loss. The snap hit him in the hands, and he could never get it to Heinrich, who was going from left to right. And it will be the first Blue Jay turnover, and that's going to give Crandon 35 yards from being able to take the lead. Six seconds left in the third quarter. One of those snaps that just Schmelzer couldn't get a handle on. T formation, double tight end for the Cardinals. There's the handoff. Cutting right and getting gain of about two yards for Denis. So Denis picks up two yards, two carries for five, and at the end of three, it is the Merrill Blue Jays seven, the Crandon Cardinals six. We'll keep it right here. So that 69-yard run erased all of the good defensive work that the Blue Jays had done 
in containing the Cardinals. And it's 7-6 going into the fourth quarter. Fortunately, that extremely dubious pass interference call did not cost the Blue Jays. If I were the officials right now, I'd be saying, boy, that one, we're glad we don't have to have that one back. Now looking, now I was looking to see, there's the other official on the far side. So this will be a second and nine for the Cardinals from their Blue Jay 34-yard line. Now they're having a little problem with where they put the chains. They gave the they gave Crandon about an extra 10 yards for goodness sakes. Oh my goodness gracious me. So now from the near hash mark, 34-yard line, second and nine. The handoff stood up right there by a host of Blue Jays. Their ball's on the ground. The Blue Jays are signaling. And yes, Mullins. <laughs> Mullins. 20, give him one yard and the turnover. So that's the second turnover for the Cardinals, and that comes at the 11.51 mark. So Blue Jays turn it over and get it right back. So one turnover for the Blue Jays, two for the Cardinals, and the Blue Jays with 11.51 to Victory City here in the fourth quarter. So they've got first and 10 from their own 34-yard line. So that'll be no gain. Heartbreaker for Mullins. Crandon trying to shoot the gaps now, and there's a flag. I think Cruz Palabicki. Oh, false start against the Blue Jays. So the Blue Jays now have 70 yards in penalties, five for 55 in the first half, and two for 15 in the second half although I will take my uh, magic eraser and get rid of that pass interference call. Needless to say, ball at their own 29 now. Blue Jays first and 15, 11.50 left in regulation. Schmelzer's patting his backside, signaling somebody for something. Starting to see some fog come off the ground. There's the throw into the flat, Lonsdorf, and he's not going to get very far. Or check that, that's Wikes. And Wikes is probably going to lose a yard. Now that he keep it right there. So Wikes, who had two for 48 in the first, and that's three for four for 17 yards for Schmelzer in the second. So the Blue Jays are at a second and 15, 11-15 left, clock running, ball at their own 29, leading 7-6. Backs to either side of Schmelzer, wide receivers both sides. Schmelzer rolling, oh, they cut behind the blocking. There's Kalapecki. Schmelzer is gonna lose another three. 
So Schmelzer has three carries for negative 16 here in the third or in the second half. Third and 15 for the Blue Jays. Clock is running. 10:35 left. So Blue Jays definitely need to get this first down now. I think this is more like third and 17 now. Scoreboard, yes, third and 17. Ball at the 25. They've got to get up to about the 42-yard line, 44. So it's almost like 19. Slot left. Schmelzer back. Throws it deep. He's got, oh, it's picked off. Picking the ball off is Keepers, and there's an interception. Heading down deep was Clapper, and it just, he underthrew it. And so that's going to put the ball just this side of midfield with 10.05 left. And Crandon having turned it over the last time, but before that a 69-yard run for Mullins with the Blue Jays stopping the two-point conversion. So the Blue Jays need to hold. T formation, double tight end. Mayer, long count. Hands off on the counter and driven back is, is Mayer. We'll see where they mark his forward progress. And Mayer's going to get his third carry for six-yard loss. Give him no gain. 9.45 left. Palabicki checks out for the Cardinals, and checking in is Jackson Keepers. No deviation in formation for the whole night. It's been a long time since I've seen that. Second and 10, 9.25 left, clock, clock running. Back to throw, Mayers is going, and he throws it out. It's picked off by Lonsdorf. Lonsdorf picks it off and gets to the 45. So Mayer rolled out, he was in trouble, and he gives up the pick. And Lonsdorf intercepts it in the flat on the near side. And with 9.15 left in regulation, the Blue Jays, I mean, as Coach Palicki said at halftime, I think he was out there grazing before the game to check that field. There was no speed and no traction for Lonsdorf there. If that's back at Jay Stadium, there's a lot of yardage after that pick. Needless to say, Wikes to the near side, Lonsdorf far side, running back to the right of Schmelzer. Oh, he takes it and he turns it back. And, oh, he tried to counter with a step to the right, Heinrich, and he's gonna lose about three more. So the second half has not been kind to Schmelzer in terms of running. He has negative 16 yards on four carries when that one fumble cost him seven. 8.48 left. Blue Jays need a drive here. They lead 7-6, having scored with 3.16 left in the second quarter. Heinrich, a five-yard run. Amador's kick. And then the 69-yard run from Rellins. There's the handoff. Heinrich, he gets through into the open field. And, oh, Heinrich give him about 
<coughs> Heinrich's going to get about nine yards. 26 yards on seven carries. He's got 25 on 25 carries on the night. Clapper checks in. Checking out for the Blue Jays is Allen. So we'll see if Isaac Clapper's coming in. He was the one that that pass was intended for. Third and five, definitely four down territory with 7.55 left. Running back to the left is Schmelzer. Wide receivers each side. Hand off Heinrich. Oh, he stacked up at the line. Give him two yards. Well, they're going to give him a yard. He's over 100 yards on the night, but it's fourth and four now. Ball at the 39-yard line near hash mark. Blue Jays going out. Heinrich is limping off the field. He goes down. He is down. He was trying to get off, and I think it'll be an injury timeout. The team is going over by him. And it looks like it's a leg cramp, just like Palabicki had. One of the coaches is out there trying to stretch it out. So that's going to cost the Blue Jays a timeout at a critical time. He'll have to come out. So on a fourth and four with the ball at the 39-yard line, and the trainer's out there for Crandon as well, working on one of their players' right legs. So two right legs are up in the air. And this is going to be a crucial play for the Blue Jays with 7.21 left in regulation. And Heinrich is clearly, I mean, he was trying to limp off and save the timeout, and he went down. And it is a muscle, and he's getting it worked on. He's going to have to go off. He's walking better. He's going off under his own power. And because the Crandon trainer went out while it was a Blue Jay timeout, I think that player gets to stay in for the Cardinals. So the Blue Jays have Clapper in now, and they also have Allen in. So we're going to see who's going to be in the backfield right now. Clapper, tight end, left side. Allen, wide receiver. Wikes to the far side. Back behind in the pistol, and there's the fake handoff, and he's going to go to the outside. It's Schmelzer. He's being strung out, and Schmelzer's going to be dropped for a two-yard loss. He tried to go to the outside and stanging him up, stringing out the play for the Cardinals was Ty Denis, or Denny. And the fog is coming off the field right now. I don't think that's dust. Not on this wet field. So with 6.56 left, the Blue Jays turn it over on downs. From the far hash mark, ball at the 40. T formation, double tight end for the Cardinals. Mayer under center. And there's the handoff and getting out about seven yards. Mullins, who has the, the, the thrill of victory, the 69-yard touchdown, the agony of defeat, the fumble, but he gets seven there. Call it eight. So he has two, three carries for 77 yards in the second half. 6.25 left. 
Cardinals hand off to the left side and moving toward the marker but going not far enough. And that looks Cruz Kalabicki for his first second carry of the second half. He had four minus four. Give him one. Two carries minus three. The Blue Jays have tightened up except for that touchdown. So Palicki, the prognosticator, called it, and now it's a third down. And oh, <laughs> shooting the gap and throwing. Mullins gets stopped in the backfield for a four-yard loss. So it's going to be fourth and four. Give him a three-yard loss on that one, but shooting the gap for the Blue Jays. With a solo tackle, Jax Hansen. Hello, Federal. Everybody is cheering now on the Crandon side. Blue Jay fans, fourth down four, 5.08 left. Blue Jays need to stop. There's the, oh, there's the pitch and cutting off and stopped short. That was. Denis, Denis will get three yards. Three carries for eight yards, but the Blue Jays hold. And I think, again, that was Hansen who led the tacklers, and the Blue Jays will take over with 4.58 left, leading 7-6. But now they're going for a measurement. And given some of the chain work we saw earlier. And they did hold, and the chain gang got it right. So the Blue Jays will take over at the 49-yard line of the Cardinals. They lead 7-6. Amador's extra point, the difference. 22.1 seconds left in the third. Mullins went 69 yards. His two-point conversion run was short by a yard, and the Blue Jays lead 7-6. Blue Jays have a, three turnovers, two turnovers on a fumble and interception here in the second half. If one fumble that they recovered in the first half, but two fumbles and a pick for the Cardinals. Looks like Heinrich is... Back out there, there's the throw into the flat. And, oh, nice drive. Let's see who made the catch. Was that Lonsdorf? Nope, that was Wikes. And Wikes will get nine. Nine yards on the completion. Second completion for nine yards here in the second half after two for 48 in the first. 48. Little difficulties with the clock keeping. 4.38 left. Same formation, running back to the left. Oh, no, dropping the ball again with Schmelzer. But Schmelzer recovers this one. So the second half, he has lost 18 yards on six carries and had two fumbles, but this one he recovers. 
So that's going to set it back to about a third and set up a third and four. So give him a three-yard loss there. But no loss of possession. So 3.55 left. Clock is running. Blue Jays clearly in four-down territory with no rush to get up to the ball. I mean, they're just standing there in the huddle, and I guess they're going to wait and maybe take a timeout. I don't know. 3.35 left, and then the Blue Jays take their final timeout. So with 3.34 left, it's four-down territory. The Blue Jays are out of timeouts. They lead 7-6, and the ball is at the 43-and-a-half-yard line of the Cardinals. Little chess playing here on the part of both teams. We've seen several players go down. I couldn't tell if, if, if Heinrich came back out after that leg cramp. But I'll tell you this, this is a crucial play, and if there's any way for Caden Heinrich to get out there, he's going to be there. I see him now in the huddle. So Heinrich is back. It was just a leg cramp. But with third and four at the 40, I see it at the 43, not the 46. So this is the time as the, as the fog continues to rise here. You only want that to blind the defenders on a pass. So let's see what the Blue Jays do. Clapper comes tight end near side. Slot right formation. Schmelzer, oh, the snap goes over his head. He's got a fall on it. Oh, my goodness gracious me, off his fingers. And that's going to be recovered back at his own 45-yard line. And that is a 12-yard loss. And another fumble that they at least hold on to. So now it's going to be a punt situation. Fourth down and fourth down. The ball's at the 47-yard line. Fourth down, and I've got 14 now. Ball at the uh, at the uh, Blue Jay 46. Now all the officials are talking, and Crandon has taken a timeout. We'll keep it right here. Remember to stay tuned, of course. All of our stats and stuff brought to you by Dave's County Market. They'll be bringing you the post-game show. And remember to stay with us immediately following the game. We hope that we'll be able to get the Blue Jay player of the game up here. Find out which player will be named the Beacon Blue Jay player of the game. Brought to you by the Beacon with over 64 years of supporting the Merrill community where you live, work, and play. One mile west of Highway K on the corner of Joe Snow and Fairview Roads in Merrill. Lang back in punt formation. Nice snap. Wobbly kick. Inside the 30. Staying in bounds. Going down to the 20. And then finally they're going to make one of the Crandon players touch it with 318 left. So a 39-yard punt. I think 
That was Lang who's doing the punting. 39-yard punt, no return. So 318 left. I don't know if Crandon has a kicker to kick an extra point or to try a field goal. So from their own 21-yard line, same formation we've seen every play all night. They're going to try that trap off guard. And getting out to about the 26-yard line, he's going down hard. And I think it's another leg cramp. Let's see who it is. Let's see who it is. This could cost Crandon a timeout. It's not one of the Kalabiki brothers. But it's another leg cramp. We can't see who it is. But it was seven-yard gain. So with 3.08 left, now they're not charging a timeout here yet. They're calling this an injury timeout. And that's not what happened with Merrill. I don't know if Merrill called a timeout or we have another situation on our hands. But a lot of leg cramps here with this humidity. Conditioning can only do so much at a certain point in time. Legs say, we don't care how many sprints we ran. We're, we're cramped up, and until you deal with us, I'm staying, we're, your, your player is down. I'm reminded of the late Howard Cosell, the thriller in Manila. Ali is down. Ali is down back in 76. And I'm not making light of it. Thankfully, it's only cramps. We've seen so many knee injuries. I was talking with some relatives of Sam Holzinger, if you are an EMU hockey listener. Holzinger, who took that hit with 34 seconds left at the end of a game against Tomahawk and sat out all but six games of his senior year, finished up the year of hockey. That was an ACL injury. This, thankfully, is a leg cramp, but we'll see who they've got to come in. The Cardinals have about uh, 24 players, and that is Mullins coming off. So Mullins, with the touchdown, gets seven there. 87 yards on seven carries. Of course, the big one, the 69-yard touchdown run. So he's coming off. We'll see if he's able to go again. So this will be a second and three at the 30. T with double tight ends. And then breaking in the open field there is Palabicki. And again, he gets it cruised up to the 50-yard line. So Cruz Palabicki gets 20 and... Uh, Pine Ridge Mobile first down. Only the second one of the second half. Blue Jays had two as well. So four. Check that. That's Chips Hamburger first down. We only had one Pine Ridge Mobile extra point. And the one that was stopped. T formation. Pitch. Cut to the outside. Cutting back. And now cutting down to about the 45-yard line. Give six on that one. Denis gets six. He's got four carries for 14 yards. He comes out. Cruz Palabicki comes out. Second and four, 2.30 left. Blue Jays got a hold. Ball at the 45. Second and five. T with double tight ends. Handoff 
up the middle and stacked up is Mullins. So Mullins is back in. Mullins is going to get no gain. Give him a one-yard loss. And there is a quick play on third down. And a timeout is called. So what we had there was a loss of about three on a pitch. And that was Denis, I think, who had that. Ty Denis, a junior running back, he loses three. So he's now got five carries for 11 yards. And this is going to bring up fourth and eight with exactly two minutes on the clock. This is the game for the Cardinal. They've got one timeout left, so they were charged with a timeout on that injury. No, they've taken the timeout here. So they have got eight yards to go to get to the first down. The question is whether or not they will go for the pass. Mayer is one for three with a pick and four yards. The Crandon faithful cheering now. Fourth and eight, ball at the 48. Still the T, still the double tight end. There's the snap. Back to throw is Mayer. He's going for the whole thing. Oh, oh my goodness gracious me. Coming down with it at the 15. At the 15 yard line. That's Kean Carter. A 33-yarder, Carter makes the catch. It was up there for eons, and back on defense for the Blue Jays, I think, was Amador, and he was trying to make sure nobody got behind him, and the the lack of wind held it up. And there's a three-yard carry for Cruz. Cruz Palabecki, minute 19 left, second and seven from the 17. There's the handoff going up, and there's Palabecki, and Palabecki's going to get down. Man led the tackle. Caden Palabecki gets three. Third down and two, 48 seconds left. One timeout for Crandon. There's the handoff going up the middle. And that's going to be close to the first down. Now there's 37 seconds left. It was third and two at the eight-yard line. And they're starting the clock with 35 seconds left. Crandon still has a timeout. Third down and two, ball at the eight. And there's a flag. And it's an illegal procedure. That's their first penalty of the second half. So they had, they've got 22 seconds left. There's the pass, Mayer's rolling, he throws it. Incomplete, 14.6, 
seconds left. It's a first and goal from the eight. It was first and goal from the eight. Incomplete pass. So now two for five for 39 yards with a pick. 14.6 seconds left. Blue Jays up 7-6. One timeout left for Crandon. Oh, for a field goal kicker now. There's the snap. There's the pitch. Running sweep. Getting it strung out. And he's taken down. A timeout is called with, now they say 8.3 seconds. Wait a minute. So Keepers gets three yards on the play. First carry of the second half. He had three for four yards in the first. 8.3 seconds left. No timeouts. Barring an incompletion. This would be the last play of the game. So the Blue Jays making that last stance. This is last stand gas station. What a humdinger we've got today. This is a cliffhanger. Third down and goal from the six. Crandon trailing the Blue Jays, 7-6. Mullins' 69-yard run and then a failed two-point conversion is the difference. Amador's kick. Stay tuned immediately after the game for our Blue Jay Beacon player of the game. Third and six. Ball at the far hash mark. T formation. Double tight ends. Rolling. Going to throw the pass. It's caught. Oh, my goodness gracious me. A rollout to the right, Paula Bicky, and Crandon gets the pass. Paula Bicky for eight yards. That is Caden Paula Bicky. And with 3.5 seconds left, that makes it 12 7. Mayer rolled out. Paula Bicky was open in the flat on the right side. And there's the touchdown. The handoff for the two-pointer is good. And that is Caden Paula Bicky for two yards. And that's going to make it 14-7 with 3.5 seconds left. Mayer, eight yards out, rolled to the right. Threw the pass into the flat, and Palabicki pulled it down. Palabicki beat the defender, another Crandon player on the sideline, down with a leg cramp. The fog is rising here. I haven't seen this since Philadelphia about 20 years ago when they played a game in the fog. The Cardinals pull it out with 3.5 seconds left. What a heartbreaker after holding on that drive 
The one penalty against the Cardinals. The Blue Jays just coming up a little bit short. But there's one play left. And if you've got the hook and ladder, if you've got the Firefighters Express, this is the time you pull it out. I'm fairly certain that Crandon's gonna put that ball down on the turf. They got the hands team up front, Clapper, Lonsdorf, excuse me, Lang, Eric Mann on the near side. So they know if they put it down on the ground that they're gonna try to do something. And they kick it in between and then picking it up and going down right away is Allen. So Allen gets no nothing on the kickoff return, but there's time for one play. So Allen, they, the, the Cardinals kicked it deep and about the 30-yard line. So 3.5 seconds left, no timeouts, barring a defensive penalty. This is the last play of the game. The Cardinals score with 3.5 seconds left. No time off the clock. So Coach Wadzinski's gonna need to pull something out of the back of that playbook. He's got a trips right formation. Wikes to the near side. Oh, the snap is down and recovered. Something went wrong on the snap and it was recovered. And that's gonna be the ball game. We'll be back with our post-game show brought to you by Dave's County Market. After this, you're listening to Blue Jay Football on Blue Jay 96.3, final Crandon 14, Blue Jay 7. Back with more after this. And welcome back to Crandon High School as a disappointed Merrill Blue Jay squad gathers in the north end zone. Blue Jays led 7-0 at the half. Seesaw action in the third quarter. Neither team able to score until 22.1 seconds left when Cardinals running back Mason Mullins, senior running back and linebacker, on a counter play broke through 69-yard run, just outran the Blue Jay defense after he broke through the D-line and the linebackers, and that made it 7-6. And the Blue Jays were going through seesaw action in the third quarter and the fourth quarter, and with less than two minutes left, Crandon got the ball back on downs and started to march downfield, and with 3.5 seconds left, they had a second and goal from the eight, and Mayer, who up to that point had 135-yard completion on that final drive, he finishes the night with three for six, 47 yards and a pick. Mayer took the snap from the, from the formation they ran the entire night, T formation, double tight end, rolled out to the right and found in the corner, right corner of the end zone he found uh, Palabicki, Cruz, check that, uh, Caden Palabicki, and that took the score to 12-7, to 
And then they got the two-point conversion for the final score of 14-7. We'll be back a little later with our Beacon Blue Jay player of the game. And the stats, Heinrich in the second half had 11 more carries. So he had 29 carries on the night. He had 88 at the half unofficially. And he ends up with 133 on those 29 carries. So it's about four-yard average. Schmelzer just had a terrible time in the second half. Three fumbles on snaps and lost yardage for 33 yards on those seven plays. But there was just, just the one turnover for the Blue Jays, and that didn't really lead to any of the scoring. But the Blue Jay offense, much stronger than last week. In the second half, Schmelzer was three for six. He did have the one pick for 26 yards, 48 in the first half, 74 yards on the night. And he was two for five in the first half and three for six in the seventh. So he had five completions. The Schmelzer with the challenges with the snaps was the big situation. And the Blue Jay players walking off the field right now, we're hoping that Coach Wazinski and our Beacon Blue Jay player of the game will be joining us. We'll have to see. And we'll tell you more about that after this. You're listening to Blue Jay Football in our Daves County Market postgame show brought to you exclusively by Daves County Market. Midtown Merrill, they value family, they value fresh and they value you and we'll be back with more of our post game show after this you're listening to Blue Jay football on Blue Jay 96.3 and welcome back to the Dave's County Market post game show Blue Jays drop a heartbreaker, 14-7, but it is time for the Beacon Blue Jay player of the game. Congratulations to two-way linemen. Mason Block, sophomore, six foot, 225. You look bigger, Mason, than 225. <laughs> Thank you. You're catching your breath. Lots of guys went down with leg cramps tonight. Humidity. The defense bent and bent and bent, but on that last drive, there was the... 35-yard pass, and then that touchdown pass. I mean, there was nothing fancy about the offense. They didn't change the formation all night. No, they didn't. It's just one play, you mess up, and then they go. It looked like a trap play on a counter, and uh, Mullins breaks through for 69 yards. You, you, I don't know how much film you get to see, but it's like ball, ball, who has the ball because they got three guys going three directions. Mm-hmm. It's pretty tough to keep track of it all the time. You did great except for that one play. Talk a little bit about how the team, I mean, there's nothing to say. You're down with three and a half seconds to go, and they go ahead. But a much stronger offensive performance. Some balls on snaps went on the ground, but only one turnover. It looked like a a lot of improvement this week. True? Yeah, we worked real hard in practice this week. Wednesday, really good practice. Um, Next week, practice like that all week. You take a look at this. You're a sophomore now. 
and you're out there. Which is your better side of the ball, the offensive or the defensive side? Defensive, definitely. You definitely. You like to put a hit on people, don't you? Yeah. And as you look at this, you know, a very young team here for the Blue Jays. You're one of those young players that hope to hang around for three years, gather some letters, gather some W's. The team looked a lot stronger this week. And last week, Coach, he said, hey, maybe we tapped out a little early. I didn't see any quit this week. I saw a lot of players out there, and you guys just didn't slow down a bit. But on that one play, when you're looking for the runs up the middle, that has to be perplexing when a guy finally rolls out and throws something. Mm -hmm. As you take a look at this right now, what's the key to what you need to do this week? The conditioning looks better. The defensive line play that second half, you shut them down a lot of the time. Just one big long run, that was the only thing. Is the defense making those strides like you'd like to be? Yeah, we just got to work a little harder in practice and not let that one play happen. It'll, it'll be okay if it's a short one big play, but not like that. Well, you are our Beacon Blue Jay player of the game. Of course, that's brought to you by the Beacon Restaurant, celebrating 66, 64 years of supporting the Merrill community where you live, work, and play. The Beacon, one mile west of Highway K on the corner of Joe Snow and Fairview Roads in Merrill. Call ahead to order at 536-4232. Should we place an order for you, our player of the game? <laughs> no, I'm good now. Well, we thank you for joining us again. Our player of the game, sophomore lineman Mason Block. Mason, thanks for joining us. And that's going to do it for us. Final score. Blue Jays dropped the second game of the year, 14-7 to to Crandon. You've been listening to Blue Jay Football on Blue Jay 96.3. You've been listening to Merrill High School Football on Blue Jay 96.3 WJMT. Today's game was brought to you by Dave's County Market, Culver's of Merrill, The Pizza Shop, Park City Credit Union, Westside Market, One-Way Collision Center, Subway of Merrill, Lincoln Windows, Church Mutual Insurance, River Country Co-op C-Store and Country Store, Napa in Merrill, Chips Hamburgers, The Silver M Club, Ron Piffle Optometrist, Pine Ridge Convenience Store and Arby's of Merrill, SGS Environmental Contracting, Merrill House of Music and Home Entertainment, Bergner Contract Carriers, Nicolay Bank, The Merrill Ice Draggers, Wendorf Bus Service, and The Beacon Restaurant. Today's game broadcast is a copyright presentation of Sunrise Broadcasting, LLC. Any rebroadcast or other use of this program without expressed written consent is prohibited. WJMT now has past varsity sports broadcast for your listening at any time on our podcast page at BlueJ96.3.com. Listen throughout the season for Blue Jay football on your hometown voice for Merrill Varsity Sports. Blue Jay 96.3, AM 730, online at BlueJay96.3.com, on Alexa, and the WJMT app.